Hey mama, my name's Diana Ballard and welcome to the Mom Training Podcast. Prior to becoming a mom, I realized that if I wanted to continue living a life of passion, adventure, and fulfillment, I needed to learn from people who lived that way while having a family. In 2012, I started interviewing any mom that would talk to me. After hundreds of interviews, I found a pattern that the moms who struggled less all had similar foundational skill sets, mindsets, and habits. I started Mom Training, our live workshops, and the Mom Training podcast to continue my research process in a way that included other moms and families. My goal is to help other moms increase their joy, love, and fulfillment by creating an environment where we can learn and thrive together. Come learn the skill sets and strategies for a happy home, peaceful relationships, inspiration to be your best self, and more than enough time to do what you love while enjoying your family. Welcome to the Mom Training Community, where we learn, cry, and laugh together as we navigate motherhood. I'm Diana, and I'm so happy that you're here with me. Hey, ladies, welcome to the Mom Training Podcast. Thanks so much for coming and listening today. So you and I are both on a journey right now of me healing and repairing my life, pretty much. Um, if this is the first time listening to the podcast right now, I went through a really bad depression time, uh, call it postpartum depression, you know, post pandemic depression, a lot of things happening during that time, just really went through a rough period there. So I am repairing pretty much a lot of things in my house and family right now that have been neglected or that I wasn't very nice, etc. So today we're going to talk about what I'm actively doing to heal and repair my marriage. Now, me and my husband have been best friends for years before getting married, four and a half years to be exact. That was a long time when you love somebody and you have to wait, <laughs> right? But um, we were friends forever and we just, we love everything about each other. Like, it, I mean, that's, that's why we ended up getting married. Right. And, but we're also extremely different. And when we're not at our best, then it can really rub raw the different pieces of us or how we deal with things or just, you know, not being your best self. It's really easy to just, cause problems, rock the boat, right? And there were so many things that needed to change in our world to better support me and set up different ways of everybody helping and like respect in different things and just changing some things up where it wasn't really happening. Like I, I had taken on so much in the house and the mental load and my husband travels a ton. And so I've been alone a lot of this last year and a half when he's been gone and that's brought a lot of stress. And so like when he's back, like things kind of needed to change. It was, I, you know, I, <laughs> you can't do the same things that you have done for years of like relaxing more or, you know, me being able to handle everything and get everything, like be organized and everything. There just wasn't that order because I literally was unable to hold anything up or have the capacity to do so. So there was a lot of boat rocking 
this last season of our marriage, a lot of tree shaking, right? But, you know, sometimes those things are necessary and can create better things on the other side if you are intentional and careful in repairing it as well. And so I have been really working on repairing and we're doing so good now. Um, I wouldn't say we were like in a really like a dangerous place. Like it's not like we were like, oh, were they going to get divorced? That's not anywhere near where we were. We just didn't like each other for a minute. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever felt that in your marriage, but like it, we went through, both of us went through hard times at the same time. Usually it's been like one person goes through a hard time and the other person's strong and can help that person through that hard time. You know, my husband being in school, I was strong and I supported him and all this kind of stuff, right? He had a lot on his plate working full time and going to school and having a family, right? I was strong in that aspect where other times when I've had, you know, not as bad, but like postpartum depression after babies, like he's been right there to support me doing all these things, right? And he was strong, but both of us went through a hard time at the same time. And so it was really hard to support each other and always present things in the most positive manner. And honestly, it was really good for us because it changed a lot of things that is a lot better now than if we would have never, you know, had that, right? So it's been very interesting. It really has. And So here are a couple things that I'm actively doing to really get my marriage back to where I want it. And I honestly feel like it's going to be better even than it was, which we were like really, really good. Like we communicated really well. We spent a lot of time together. We enjoy each other. And, you know, I, that, that is going to be even better now. And I can see that as I've been like working on things and like, luckily he also is like wanting to put in more effort, right? But I was the major one to shake the tree and rock the boat, right? Like the things that were normalized for, like we've almost been married nine years now, the things that were normalized in like pretty much the majority of our marriage had to change and some of the roles had to to be shared instead of it just being on me in some areas, right? So one thing that I'm really focusing on is his love languages, which is physical touch. And I, that's not one of my top ones. I love snuggling. I love holding hands, but I do not need it like he does where, you know, like a lot of back scratches and like having to touch during going to bed, you know, like his feet are always touching mine, which is so cute. But sometimes he literally goes sideways because I like move over and he's like diagonal across across the bed, like trying to find me. But like he needs physical touch. And so I've been really focusing on those love languages of his, especially the physical touch where a lot more hugging, a lot more pulling him close, a lot more uh, just attention, back rubs, like intentionally focusing on giving him some physical touch that he needs and loves. So doing that and also going along with like words of affirmation in the fact of like, if you've listened to the podcast before back a ways when I've talked about some of our relationship stuff, like one of the things that I learned from interviewing somebody, you know, at the beginning of our marriage was that they validated their husband at least three times a day. 
And I have practiced that for years and it has brought so much good fruit into my life of like, you know, just sometimes it's like, I can't believe like (laughs) how well this works, like how much I get back in return just from being like, Hey, I just want you to know you're doing a really good job today. Or, Hey, you look really handsome or, you know, come here sexy. Right. You know, there's, there's things you can say that a guy really likes to hear, you know, and you specifically know what your husband wants to hear. And, you know, so I've been really trying to work on that. Like, wow, you're such a good dad. Like, I loved how you did that. Oh, thank you so much for picking that up or for cleaning something. Like, I that's I really appreciated that and wanted you to know that I've noticed that, right? So things like that that are meaningful, that are actually sincere, things that he can feel appreciated, right? And that has brought back a lot. Um, another thing kind of with communication is pre-gaming, which again, back in the podcast, you can listen to stuff I've talked about about pregame. And I think we've talked a lot about that in mom training. But in, uh, I'm sure there's something in the podcast you can, can learn about. But I've taught a lot about pregaming in mo- the mom training workshops that I taught at the beginning of mom training when we got started, which are in the mom training vault right now. But I, pregaming, meaning for the fact, even just today, I calmly and peacefully go in and I give him a hug and say, hey, I just wanted to, to ask you if you would be willing to finish the kitchen tonight, you know, like from head to toe, please wipe down the counters, put everything away, start the dishwasher, and please have the kids clean up the floors and sweep the floor. Like, could you do that for me? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally do that. Right. Cause you know, I usually don't have them sweep the floors, but I need him to, <laughs> we need to sweep, sweep it every night. And that's what I've been doing. And, you know, talking about that. And then again, pre-gaming of, Hey, I am going to be off work at 9 PM tonight. Are you available <laughs> to spend some quality time? You know, like I, I want to make sure that you know that you're a priority, right? I don't, I don't think I said that, but like, I want him to know that he's a priority, right? So I am going to finish my meeting with my, my team meeting with my employee, one of my employees at nine. Are you going to be available at that time? Because I really want to get to bed at 930. And so I'd really like to just jump into spending time with you right at nine. Okay. So can we do that? Right. And oh, okay. Yeah. So instead of me coming in at nine and being like, oh, like you didn't clean the kitchen. Like, you know, like you usually do that. Like, can you please clean the kitchen or, okay, let's go like snap, snap. Let's, we, we got to get spending that quality time together before we go to bed. So, um, you know, let's go. Right. And he could be in the middle of reading a book or doing something else that's important to him, but he knows, okay, at nine o'clock, Dinah's going to come in. We're going to spend some quality time together before going to bed. Right. Um, and I mean, quality, quality time, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So I, I pregame with him a lot more, which I was pretty much incapable of the last year and a half of being able to like, think of things ahead of time and pregame. Cause honestly, pregaming has been the most powerful thing I have done with my husband and my children, where pretty much pre-gaming is you set up the, the next step for yourself and for them in a smooth manner. So 
just an example of pre-gaming kind of off topic here, but like for instance, with my kids saying, Hey, it's nighttime. Awesome. Get ready for bed. Okay. But Hey, I just want to let you know that in the morning, would you be willing to put the clean dishes away, you know, to one of my kids? And that's going to be your chore in the morning. I'm going to wake you up at 630 so that you can go put the clean dishes away. Is that cool? Uh, Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So then when I follow up again in the morning, Hey, I just wanted to remind you that I need you to put the clean dishes away. There's not like a, Oh my gosh. They've already agreed. They've already talked about it. Like whatever. So pre-gaming with my husband has been highly successful in so many ways because it's, really given him a choice, right? Like I, I'm able to present in a better way when I think about it and I present early as more of a question or like, um, Hey, I just want to know if you were available. Right. And these are one of these things that like is magical. And sometimes I'm shocked how well it works because I get a better result from it and like a lot more like affection back from him from presenting it that way instead of being like, Hey, remember that you have to clean the kitchen. Are you going to clean it? Yeah. Like as I'm like running out the door to work, right? Like just a reminder that you're in charge of the kitchen and clean up everything and this and this and this and this and this. And he's already feeling slightly overwhelmed because he's now in charge of four children. Okay. He came right off work and now he has four children. Okay. Like it makes the transition so much easier because the expectations are already there before that. Like I wouldn't say heated moment, but you know, it could be a heated moment If all of a sudden I dropped a bomb on, hey, this is what I need you to do, okay? So I've been pre-gaming a lot more, like working better on my presentation in a way that gives him more of a choice, but still gives me what I need. And it's a lot easier to follow up with that of like, hey, are you still down to, can you still make sure that the kitchen and everything is all cleaned up? And like, I just literally went in there right now And he was already done with the kitchen and swept the floor. (laughs) Like, awesome. Okay. I'm going to wake up in the morning. There's going to be no dishes. It's going to be amazing. So another thing that I've been really working on, and this has taken time to get back to, like literally today, I realized that I am feeling this again, where, and, and I know I've talked about this before, if you've been listening, but being the hot girlfriend is one of my successful tips for my relationship because being the hot girlfriend is very different than what, at least for me, (laughs) what me being like, I'm a wife and I'm a mom and interacting with my husband is even a different thing than me being the hot girlfriend. Okay. So the hot girlfriend is flirty fun, a lot more physical attention and touch and, you know, rubbing their arms and down their chest or whatever, like kissing like a whole bunch more and pulling them into the room and, you know, different things like that. Like, you know, the hot girlfriend. Okay. Where like sometimes that gets lost when we get so busy with so many things in life. Right. But being the hot girlfriend is super fun. It really is super fun being a lot more teasy, And, you know, just a lot more eye contact and and really just, I mean, it's so fun to be the hot girlfriend with your husband because it, it's a lot more spicy. Okay. And it just makes it a lot more fun. And the main way that I have been able to feel like the hot girlfriend again, 
and actually act that out, right? And be that is because I've been working on taking better care of myself. And I'm not 100% there. I'm still like out of a scale of one to 10. I was talking to my therapist. I'm literally still a five, right? But I was like negative numbers before I started talking to my therapist and before like I got all this help. Like it was so bad. And so like the fact that I'm at a five is miraculous, okay? And I'm starting to see different pieces of my life starting to come back together, like being able to organize. I deep cleaned today. I literally scrubbed every inch of my toilet all around the bottom of the toilet, behind the toilet, the baseboard behind the toilet, the edges of the wall, like around the vent, like all this kind of stuff. Like that did not happen. Like, I mean, we mopped the floor, but I wasn't down there scrubbing baseboards behind the toilet. Okay. I mean, I was getting rid of some, some nasty stuff that had been hidden behind there during my season of like, heck. Okay. So, and I scrubbed walls today. I scrubbed baseboards. I like took pride in it. Like, wow, this looks so nice. Like I'm, I'm so excited for this to look good. And man, like, what am I going to do tomorrow that deep cleans? And just feeling so much better and routines coming to better coming together better with my my children and being able to gain more confidence again in myself like it's all starting to piece back together and I'm so excited and because of that because of that self-care that I've been really focusing on and prioritizing that gives me the ability to be the hot girlfriend to be like fun to be exciting to make him laugh to you know, like, Hey, like, where are you going? Like, why don't you come and like, put your arm around me while I'm, I'm cooking dinner here, you know? Um, and just, it's so much more fun that way. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I don't know. It's just, it's so much more fun to be more flirty. And the best way for you to do that is to feel good. Like if you're not feeling good, you're definitely not going to be there. Like I have, kind of struggled with my body image for the first time in my life, I will say, after having this baby and going through this depression season, like I gained so much weight. And I like probably the cortisol, I don't I don't know what the heck was wrong, but I gained so much weight and I was really struggling with my body. And so like that kind of put a damper on things like in my relationship because I was not feeling sexy. And that's when I am the most flirty is when I feel attractive and I feel sexy and well taken care of, right? So that has been something that I've really focused on. Another thing that I've really focused on with my self-care is my hygiene, okay? Like, and I know it sounds so, you know, like, oh, that doesn't matter. Your husband should love you if your legs aren't shaved. Okay, it's not about him, okay? Like shaving my legs more often now is what makes me feel good. And what makes me feel sexy and what makes when I he love when he rubs my legs and like, oh, your legs are so smooth. <gasps> Thanks. You know, T- making sure that I'm trimming my nails and keeping them nice and and taking more showers. OK, my my new thing right now that I absolutely love is the one of the first things I do now after my kids get in bed and they're like, for sure in bed. Like if, if you have little kids, you know that they keep coming up over and over again. <laughs> OK. But, and, and yes, I'm working on that and I don't, I, I don't care. They're, they're just going to come up every once in a while and I tell them to go back to bed, right? But once I know that they're for sure in bed and they're not going to come up anymore, I go and get in the shower and I, I just rinse my body off with, not even with soap each time, just like rinse 
every area of my body off and put on clean clothes and get ready for bed. (laughs) And it has been so amazingly nice and like seriously has uplifted me so much to feel clean, to feel well taken care of, to have clean clothes on and be like, oh my gosh, like I just feel so good. I really do. Like my body from head to toe is clean. Now I don't wash my hair every day. I'm just going to clarify. It's just literally cleaning my body, taking that, that shower. And not only does it make me feel clean, but it also opens up a lot of opportunities too. Okay. Because I, I'm, I'm showered, I'm clean. It just, you know, oh, you smell so good. Oh yeah. Well, (laughs) you know, it just, it's, it's been a really positive thing. Okay. So taking care of yourself so that you feel good and, you know, like that you are approachable, I will say, like, I don't know about you, but I, there are days when I stink, like I lift my arm and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've cleaned all day. I've chased the kids around. I forgot to put deodorant on. And those are not the days where I want my husband to get real close to me. Okay. Those, those are not the days. (laughs) Okay. And so it's really changed things up for me to rinse off in the shower each night and put on clean clothes because then I go back to the hot girlfriend of like, hey, I'm a lot more snuggly. I'm in my cute nightgown and uh, what are you doing, right? And it, it really is about how I feel. It isn't even as much of like how he reacts, but it's how I feel, which luckily is a positive reaction back, positive response, I should say back when I am the hot girlfriend. Okay. And obviously we're not always going to feel that way, but I enjoy feeling that way and I like to do it more often. And so I'm really excited that I'm starting to be able to feel that again. Another thing that I'm working on is less complaining, asking a lot more forgiveness, especially for the last year and a half when I just straight up would be straight up. There'd be no thought of presentation because I literally couldn't. It literally was like, I got to say this, like, you got to change this. I'm sorry. Like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is your responsibility too. Like, I, I cannot be a working mom and, you know, have all these kids while I'm like healing my mind. Like, you're going to need to help out with more things like this. Like, I just laid it out sometimes and that really didn't go well. Okay. Especially when we've had such positive and constructive communication for so many years And then all of a sudden, like there was one point when he's like, Dinah, you are changing so much. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but it's just happening. Like I, I, I still feel like I'm the same person. I'm just laying down some new, some new boundaries, right? Like some new ways of doing things that is going to benefit everybody. Right. But instead of running me into the ground, which, you know, there's so many reasons I could say why I got ran into the ground, but, um, like, you know, (laughs) we gotta, we gotta do what we gotta do. Right. So now I'm presenting things better, asking forgiveness for that, that period of time where I didn't present things as well. And if I hurt him, like I can actually like feel things now of like, oh, I can see how that really hurts you, me presenting it that way. So please forgive me. Right. So a lot more forgiveness and, um, just more proactive conversations and trying to keep my emotions still. Okay. Cause I was, I was like a firecracker okay? during this time. Like something would be said and I'd be like, what? <laughs> you know, I would respond very quickly and it wasn't always in the most positive way. Okay. 
And I am like so incredibly happy to say right now how much better our relationship is now than it was like last year during this time. Because it was February of last year when I was so insanely bad that like I had to be put on a medication. I mean, we almost called the suicide hotline multiple times because I was I was so bad during that time. And here I am a year later and I have progressed so much. And my husband has luckily been by my side the whole time, right? Help, trying to help support me and also trying to adjust to the new changes and the new ways of doing things of how to support me with my self-care and really taking care of myself. So it's been good. It's been a good journey. So, and, um, you know, as we're doing these Let's Take Care of Mom workshops, you know, this is like my main motivation is we, we have to take care of ourselves as moms, because it not only affects the way that we feel, like if we feel like crap, but our marriages are affected and our ability to be the hot girlfriend, to be fun and flirty and to just really enjoy our marriage is really affected when, when we're not well. Okay. So yeah, I'm really excited for when this whole program is put together and, you know, the affirmations and the different uh, meditations and things that are going to go with it to really support us as moms to feel the best way that we can so we can have a harmonious marriage and be able to show up in a way that's construct- constructive and intentional and just putting in our best foot forward in our marriages and trying to work together. So anyway, those are some things that I've been really working on with my marriage right now and really trying to prioritize it and heal it. And, you know, it, what it really came down to was I had to prioritize myself and my self-care first and get myself better, right? To, to be able to pull myself back up by really taking care of myself. And there's a whole list of things I could share with you of what I've done for the last year and a half, I would say the last year, I would say since February. So last year of what has really helped me to, to heal and get better. Okay. But it's, it's so worth it for us to, to do that and to have better results and harmony in our life. So yes, I am so happy to be here. And so happy to finally have the creative juices coming back to be able to share some of these things that I've learned with you and just kind of share a piece of my life. So thank you so much for listening today. And I hope that something that I said today can inspire you to do something in your own marriage or in your own relationship or even with yourself to become a a better you, to have more harmonious relationships around you. And thank you so much for being here. If you haven't left a review on the podcast, please, 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 can you go review it? Because it shows the podcast to so many more people when there are more reviews. So if you could literally just take one minute and go review the po- review the podcast, that would seriously mean so much to me. So I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'm excited for the next handful of episodes that are going to come up right now as I share more of how I'm being proactive towards just being better. 
So I hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next Tuesday on the Mom Training Podcast. Hey mama, thank you so much for hanging out with me and letting me be a part of your day. If you'd like to see how I apply some things that we talk about, tips, some mom humor, or just to connect deeper, follow me on Instagram at Diana Ballard Live. If this episode or any episode was helpful for you, please consider leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. It's literally the lifeblood for a podcaster and it helps me so much. If you'd like to learn more about me or mom training and how we can help you implement more things you learn here on the Mom Training Podcast to make life flow smoother, to be more fulfilled and create and protect what you love, head to dianaballard.com. There are free downloads, online programs, our mom training membership with our monthly workshops and other resources to help you create the life you want. Thanks for tuning in. Know I'm always rooting for you and believing you. I am Diana Ballard, and this is the Mom Training Podcast.